What's going on, y'all? This is Kelly Clarkson. Welcome to Miss Into Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. The very first podcast dedicated to the original idol, Kelly Clarkson. Here are your hosts, Jeremy and Pam. Hey, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of Miss Into Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. My name is Pam. And I'm Jeremy. And we are celebrating this week the all things multiverse. Now, if you have been paying attention to popular culture. Multiverses are kind of all the rage right now. Of course, you've got the Marvel movie, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And then you've got lots of other shows and movies dealing with multiverses. And in other words, uh, it is sort of different universes where different outcomes have happened. Therefore, taking people's lives in a completely different direction. And th- so we thought we'd have a little bit of fun today. And do the multiverse of Kelly Clarkson. And we are going to bring on some guests today. And we are going to talk about what would have happened or what we think would have happened if different choices were made. If different outcomes happened at specific major points in Kelly Clarkson's career. And I think this is going to be a really fun conversation, Pam. Yeah, this was actually inspired by accident. Um, If you were listening to our hits and misses episode, I mentioned something about how, which is going to be, we're going to pose this as a question today about whether or not if sober and because of you were swapped. So if sober were on breakaway and because of you were on my December and had the same kind of release schedules and rollouts, you know, would sober have been a smash hit? Would, would no one have heard because of you? Like, I didn't even mean to bring that up, but I did, <laughs> and it inspired Jeremy for a whole episode, so I'm glad I can be inspiration. Yeah, and you're uh, you're always our inspiration, Pam. <laughs> um, Thanks. And what's great is that I've got a whole bunch of scenarios that I've written up. I haven't even shared them with Pam. Normally, she and I share our notes when it comes to what we're going to discuss on the show, but I want to get Pam's knee-jerk reactions to some of these scenarios So I'm very excited to share it with our guests today. Likewise, I have my list, did not share with anyone. And we also told our guests if they wanted to, to bring a few of their own, because I think these are fun and everyone's going to have different like thoughts about this Mm -hmm. and like different, like what ifs, what ifs, what ifs. Normally I don't like what ifs because they they make me really anxious, but in this (laughs) term, (laughs) when it's about the past, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. This is going to be a fun episode. Absolutely. So let's bring in our two guests today for our Multiverse of Kelly episode. Uh, We want to welcome both Stephanie and Colin. Hello, guys. Thanks for being on the show today. Hello. Thanks for having us. Thank you very much for being here. Um, We're going to start with you, Colin. Uh, Can you tell us where you're from and kind of your, your origin story of how you became a fan? Absolutely. So I am originally from Idaho, um, near the Boise area. Um, and have been here most of my life, but um, I actually became a Kelly fan uh, from Idol. Real original, I know, but <laughs> um, you know, I used to watch. <laughs> I used to watch the show every week and really got invested in uh, in her specifically and, and just her amazing talent. And um, also learned at the time that we're pretty close in age. Like she's actually three days older than me, so. I was, you know, this 20-year-old kid from Idaho saying, oh, my gosh, she's from Texas, and she's so talented, and I could do that. I like to sing, too. So um, I, I kind of had that 
but and just came from sort of like humble beginnings so I was like oh I relate to that too and she could be like me I mean I know a lot of people say that like oh she's so relatable but um you know so I'm kind of the same way but really poured over everything that happened in her career and all the falling records I mean like others have said on this podcast like my December is probably my (laughs) it still tugs my heart all these years later I feel like we kind of grew up at the same time so I mean obviously she's a superstar and I'm not but I feel like went through a lot of the same issues at this same time like just you know growing up figuring out life going through our raging crazy 20s and 30s and almost 40 I can't believe it but um (laughs) yeah so I, I definitely definitely feel real kinship with her and I've never gotten to meet her but I want to make that's one of my bucket list items for sure so but well yeah happy happy early early birthday or actually by the time this comes out happy belated birthday (laughs) (laughs) that's so exciting that you guys are really like on like the same yeah you're on like the same page like literally growing up the exact same like timeline and like you know life events the same time that's really cool and uh i'm glad she's able to come to idaho because i know like a lot of people probably don't so i'm glad that she has come through a few times that's exciting yeah she's come through idaho more than she's come through iowa so i'm a little bit jealous of colin that's for sure (laughs) uh all right uh stephanie let's talk with you tell us where you're from and uh kind of how you got your start uh listening to kelly uh, I am from South Carolina. I live in North Carolina now. Um, and I started with Idol, uh, watched every episode. They, um, the commercials and stuff, the advertising for Idol was huge right before. So I just remember like the anticipation of waiting for that show to come on. Um, I watched it with my mom and I was the only one in the house that was team Kelly for some reason. They were all team Justin, but um, I stuck with her through the years. I saw her independent tour, uh, the opening night in Charlotte. That was the first time I got to see her. Um, we actually got interviewed by TRL while we were there, which was oh wow, fun. yeah, that's awesome. And um, we had third row, and we were in Clay Aiken or Clay Nation, is what I called it, because we were in North Carolina. <laughs> so it was a little rough, and I just remember us the only people on the floor standing up for her. So she really gravitated toward towards us and uh, had fun jumping around and and you know interacting with us while she was on stage. I felt like we like made her comfortable. <laughs> Um, but I've seen her over 23 times. I can't remember the exact amount anymore. Um, and I met her three times. Uh, just a huge fan. Love her to death. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I love that. TRL came to, came to North Carolina. That's crazy. I guess they were like probably covering opening night. It was so, yeah, I think they, they did like a behind the scenes thing, um, with her and Clay. And then at the very end, they showed a few of us. And I mean, the only part they actually played was me saying I was from South Carolina and I was there to see Kelly. But I remember talking for like, 15 minutes straight. Like, I don't even think I was breathing, like filling them with all the love I had for Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. All right, guys. So here's how this episode is going to work uh, today. This is our multiverse of Kelly Clarkson, and it's going to be us discussing a lot of different scenarios uh, if they had actually happened. And we want to discuss a little bit about where you think Kelly's career would have gone should certain things that We all know and love how they went one way if they would have gone a completely different way. And we're going to start off with one that is probably the easiest uh, idea that you could probably come up with. And that is, let's first talk about what would have happened if Kelly Clarkson would have come in second in American Idol behind Justin Guarini. Where 
would she be today in 2022? What would her career look like? Uh, I think, Stephanie, I think we're going to start with you. Let's get your thoughts first. If you're the majority of your family had their way and they got to see Team Justin win American Idol. What do you think would have happened with Kelly? Honestly, she's just so talented and her voice is so good that I, I think she'd be like Adam Lambert or the other ones who have come off that didn't win, but have still had pretty great careers, especially because she had such a, a fan base, like on the message boards and stuff. I feel like we would have supported her and she would have still been, I I just think she still would have made it. (laughs) Colin, what about you? I agree with Stephanie. I mean, she's so, her voice is so powerful. Her desire to sing was so powerful too. I think it would have been, yeah, like um, Adam Lambert or Jennifer Hudson or um, Chris Daughtry. You know, she would have gone on to have a very successful career. And she probably would have been happier that she didn't have to do from Justin to Kelly. And she always is quoted in like every interview. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe they still would have done it. I don't know. But um, but yeah, she, I mean, she's like a once in a, in a generation talent. So I can't see how she wouldn't have prospered as a singer. I, I really can't. Nobody does a person. Well, and we do know that at least with the first season of Idol, for sure, I guess the second season it happened too. both Kelly and Justin did yeah. get record contracts out of it. Now, Kelly might have gotten preferential treatment being the winner. Uh, But we know that Justin put his own album out uh, after Kelly put hers out. And he did have a a moderately uh, bit of success with his his first album, at least. So I'm I'm confident, I think, that Kelly would have still put out an album. And I think I'm with both of you guys, uh, Colin and Stephanie, that she would have still had some success. I think that some things might have been a little bit different. I think that American Idol might have lost a little bit of credibility because the the wrong person would have won and maybe not gone on like the they wouldn't have been able to say that our winner went on to have all this success they would have been known as the show that whiffed on the first person to win who went on to have a bigger career and i think that might have hurt the show's success a little bit um you know kelly might not have been afforded the same kind of songs you know they might have given preferential treatment to give justin some better songs for her, his first album Versus what uh, Kelly would get for hers. I don't know if we would have all the same songs. I don't know if there would be, you know, a world where it's Mr. Independent or something. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm sitting here saying that we would be, you know, Mr. Into podcast here doing the Justin Guarini part podcast. But um, I, I do think that uh, things would have been a little bit different. I think a little bit of the shine would have been off of Kelly at the very beginning of her career. Uh, but uh, Pam, your thoughts, uh, if Kelly had come in second. You know, I don't want to be the bad guy. I don't know if we would be here right now. I genuinely don't think so. And not, I think it's because I don't think RCA would have necessarily put in as much money towards her as they would have had she won. Um, and that being said, exactly, I don't know what kind of songs they would have uh, used for her. I doubt they would have, you know, used a Christina Aguilera song as her lead single. Like, I don't know. I, I, unfortunately, like, I don't think she would have been given the light of day by, by RCA. I think, you know, they would have given her a little bit of attention, but I don't know. And I don't think it's right. Obviously, I think she deserves the world and more, but I, I don't know. I, I want to be the one who stands out here because I just don't think that they would have given her the platform that she has today. You guys think Jason would have still come over and worked with her if that had happened? Because didn't she still hunt in Justin? 
That's right. You're, you know, you're you're probably right. I mean, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, Jason, there's a chance that Jason might have stayed with uh, with Justin. And that would have, I mean, you want to talk about derailing yeah, that would have- a whole career. You take Jason Halbert out of the equation. I mean, he is a instrumental part, no pun intended, of Kelly's career. That's an excellent point, Stephanie. I mean, I didn't even thought about the the surrounding people of her. Uh, that would have been a huge, huge detriment to her career. hundred percent. Because he's been there for almost all of it since like 2003, yeah. 2004. So yeah, that's a really good point. That's the beauty and frustration with these questions is like, we'll never know. But I think it's kind of cool that we all just have different interpretations. And I would like to think I'm very wrong. I would like to think I am like, yeah. totally. Like, I don't, I don't want to be right. So <laughs> I just wonder, I wonder, you know, like it, it's um, because she said many times that it's not really about the show. It's what you do with it. The 15 minutes the fame you get. She seems so determined and fiery and like, I'm going to do this. Maybe it wouldn't have been as a huge of a career she's had, but I still think she would have made like a blip that, who knows? Yeah. I I mean, with the support of a record company behind you versus not having that at the time she came up, you know, first, first they did that might be making a major difference. but Yeah. Yeah, maybe because there were so many fans that were already behind her before she, before she was, you know, before she won. So maybe, like, the record labels would have heard the outcries from the fans. Like, she, yes, she came in second, but haven't you heard her? Like, why haven't you put more money behind her, more attention, more publicity? So you could totally be right. And also that she, yeah, she has that drive. So honestly, she probably never wanted to be the biggest person in the world. You know, she probably just wanted, like, a steady music career that she could live off of comfortably. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if she had taken that second place and utilized it to try to get herself on some massive tours as a background singer because we know that she would have loved to be a background singer. So who knows? Who knows? This is yeah. so exciting to talk about. All right, Pam, you got uh, you have another scenario that we can go with? Ooh, this is a good one. What if my December came out right before Breakaway? So between, so if it was thankful, my December breakaway, what would that mean for Kelly's career? Now, my opinion here is that, again, my December, great album. It's emotional. We love the lyrics. Sonically, it's, it's, it's a very unique album for her artistry. But as we've said, like Breakaway, there was just, as Kelly said, the stars align with that album. There was just something about it when it came out, like, the type of music, the time it came out, something just clicked and just it was an explosion, as we know. But if Breakaway came out in 2007, it wasn't necessarily like the specific kind of songs that were out in 2007, that pop rock sound. And My December might have been a little too of a left turn departure from Thankful, being a, this like nice pop, soulful album. And then you go into this major rock album. I don't think we would have ever seen Breakaway. I think you're right. I, I don't, we, I almost feel like we'd see the sophomore slump with her second album if that was the case. And yeah. artists have a hard time coming back from that. So I, I'd be a little worried that may have, not, not that I don't love my December, like you guys said, everybody that's special to all of us. But for people that aren't hardcore fans, there just wasn't a lot of radio friendly music on that album, I feel. So it just, that's how you get the public, you know, it's got to be, on the radio. So I kind of feel like that might've 
messed her up big time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually took this. So after, you know, it was mentioned that it would be a meta and those, those, because of you and Sober specifically, I went deep and actually <laughs> made a list because I'm amazing. Um, <laughs> on, on my, on the Apple music of like, and I called it Kelly Clarkson meta, literally. And I put, <laughs> I swapped the placement on the two records of Because of You and Sober. Um, this is, and listen through the first like five songs there were just to see how it kind of landed and uh, Silver wedged between Behind the Tales of Lies and Gone was a little off. For the most part, I think both albums work as they were and the order of songs work as they were. Um, and Silver just, it wasn't the same from like a radio friendly standpoint as the songs on that were so big on Breakaway. But I still, but saying that, I still feel like if my December would have been promoted properly, it could have made some waves. Now, would it have been as big as Breakaway? Probably not. I mean, but how many albums ever are that successful from an artist's um, repertoire? But I still think it should have been given more consideration and it would have done better than it did. But yeah, I took it seriously. I was like, oh, I have to switch this song. But <laughs> it was pretty cool. You did the uh, homework. Yes. Hey, thank you. No. Jeremy, what about you? I think if my December comes out second and Breakaway comes out third, it almost completely derails her career because she had a big following after Idol that followed her into Thankful. Thankful, I think, garnered her some additional fans, not a massive amount of additional fans, but some who then followed her to Breakaway. And Breakaway is where... She like the floodgates open and she gets tons of new fans, people who didn't watch her on the show, people who knew about her on the show, but wanted to see her prove herself. And then she comes out with this massive album. Now you've got the people who are ride or die for her. You've got all these people on board and it affords her the ability to do my December. And I'm, I'm going to be the first one. I'm not the first one to say, but I'll be the first one to go on record on this podcast saying that my December probably lost her some fans because people are so fickle. If they don't like a project that you put out, they will replace you with another artist whose stuff they like better. And it's going to take a lot to get them to come back to you because they're going to say, oh, yeah, I haven't listened to Kelly Clarkson in years. She put out this album and I didn't like it and there wasn't anything good and I forgot about her. Now I'm listening to Pink and, you know, you know, insert artist here. I think this would completely derail her career because she, I think, really catapulted herself in a in a good forward momentum with Breakaway. I think that if my December came first, Breakaway is a completely different album. It sounds completely different. Who knows what it would have sounded like. And like Stephanie said, I think that she would have had a big sophomore slump with My December being the second album. Again, not taking anything away from it. I love the album, but it's still, it's it, she. It, w- it would be too early to have an album like that in her career and expect her to survive in order to make the third album. You know, um, so I, I'm thankful, so to speak, that the albums land in the order that they do, because, you know, the 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 multiverse or the or the universe that we're in right now is sort of the the best case scenario where Kelly continues on this uh, this upward trajectory and she has peaks and valleys. 
but you know, she's a very, very successful uh, entertainer at this point in life. I don't know, even if just little things like switching two albums, I don't think that you have the Kelly that we know today. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, it has me thinking about something else and I don't know if I just figured maybe I'll change the topic, but you know, do we think all I ever wanted, you know, if that came right after breakaway, would that have been like a clone almost? Obviously breakaway is a little bit more on the rocker side, mm-hmm. but you know, a lot of us have realized that, you know, breakaway, my December, all I ever wanted. We do realize that all I ever wanted came when it did to kind of get her back on that pop real bubble, that big pop route. You know, if all I ever wanted came right after breakaway, would people have thought it was too similar? You know, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I don't know, know the answer to that. Um, and then my December, then stronger. I don't know the answer. Uh, we don't necessarily have to go into a crazy thing there. I'm, I'm not trying to go down a big road here, but I will say this. I would rather have stronger be the course correction record after my December than all I ever wanted. That might yeah. be a controversial thought. I but, think it. I think it works better. I think it it, it flows better in terms of like sonically. Mm-hmm. So I think you're right. But stronger is such a good record. I agree with you, Jim. <laughs> yeah. I love Stronger. Always have. And I, and I, I mean, and maybe I'm biased because that's the, the tour I got to see her on, performing all those songs live. But um, yeah, it was just awesome. Here, here's another scenario that I don't think anybody would have ever thought of, but I just want to know what the world would look like if this happened. So I want you to know that the three biggest grossing movie musicals of all time are actually the trio of Disney uh, remakes of the, the big trio, Aladdin, Lion King, and Beauty and the Beast. Lion King is the highest grossing movie musical of all time with $1.9 billion in worldwide box office. Are we I think talking a, like the... Like the cartoon, like the actual like. No, no, no. These are the remakes. These are the like the ones that recently came out. Was These are the highest. Am I black? Is it- <laughs> We're talking about like the, the the CGI Lion King with like Donald oh. Glover and Beyonce. Yeah. Right, 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 yeah. right. Okay, keep going. That one Sorry. world worldwide. That one made almost two billion dollars. Uh, the second place one is Beauty and the Beast, and even Aladdin. The one I mean, people hate on this Aladdin movie so much. It made a billion dollars worldwide. It made twice as much money as the animated version. Let's just say that. Wow. Now, that said, what if from Justin to Kelly was a complete and utter box office smash? <laughs> it was a cultural touchstone. It, you know, babies were being born named oh. Kelly and Justin. <laughs> what if, what if from Justin to Kelly became the greatest movie musical of all time. What happens to Kelly Clarkson's career? Pam, and we're going to start with you. Wow. I was not <laughs> expecting this question. Um, if it was a smash hit, I feel like Kelly would have been like marketed a lot more, like kind of like JLo because JLo, mm-hmm. I feel like is one of the very few female artists in current history. I can think of, that it has a very successful music career and is actually considered a pretty reputable actress. People respect her. She's been in pretty good stuff. And she's a, yeah, she's a great actress. I feel like Kelly would have probably, you know, maybe not toured as much. She would have toured a decent amount, but we know Kelly is a touring machine pre-2017 or 2019 rather. <laughs> um, 
so I really feel like we would have gone maybe like just one tour, you know, for, or like less cities on a tour per album so that she could go ahead and actually focus on more movies. I think they would have placed her in a lot of other musical things or other like comedy or rom-com, things like that. Um, while still maintaining this, the good music career that she has. By the way, for comparison, from Justin to Kelly, didn't quite make it to the $5 million mark in <laughs> box office receipts. In fact, it didn't even go worldwide. It never got released outside of the U.S. Uh, in theaters. It only ever showed in the U.S., which was probably a good thing because it might have been considered some sort of a war crime or something uh, <laughs> to show it outside of the U.S., but um, but I wanted to say that in comparison, because, you know, what if, you know, from Justin to Kelly, you know, gets a billion dollars worldwide at the box office. I think that Kelly becomes more of a movie star, but she she gets typecast as like a singing movie star. So she gets forced to sing in like every movie she gets put in uh, because that's you know, that's what's selling tickets is because, you know, oh, she was in this big, successful movie musical so now we need her to keep doing what worked in that movie so we're gonna put her like you said pam in like romantic comedies um those kinds of movies but we got to make sure at some point in the movie she breaks out into song because that's what the people are paying to come and see yeah i think absolutely colin what do you think i i just yeah i mean because she said many times that she's not an actress she doesn't consider herself an actress so if it would have done well, it might have put a lot of pressure on her to keep making movies and maybe she would have been more miserable. Um, maybe we would have, we would have gotten an even darker version of my December. <laughs> <because> <laughs> like, I detest the movie, but um, yeah, I, I think it might have, yeah, it would have really changed the trajectory of her career and we wouldn't have gotten the albums we got, which were, have been awesome. I mean, but who knows what, what would have come of it. I still, I mean, it, so it wasn't my favorite movie, but I still to this day listen to the song she did with the Nikononi Rose, the um, the um, Palm Dicke, Palm Dicke, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, madness, madness, and I and I selfishly want her to reunite with Nikononi and just like have an interview on her show and break into that song or whatever songs they like. I think that'd be awesome, but because yeah, I, she she and Nikononi Rose are the the only two bright spots of that movie for me. <laughs> but. Do I hear something really funny, really off topic? I was looking up from Justin to Kelly the other day because as one does, um, I was looking up to see what Alexa, the character Alexa, is up to. I didn't realize Ale- uh, Catherine Bayless and Kelly have the same birthday. They're a couple years Nothing. apart, but they have the same birthday, which I thought was kind of funny, but um, that's kind of random. Stephanie, what are your thoughts on this? I agree with you guys. I feel like we may have seen her on Broadway then by now if that was the case it would have steered her more towards that maybe she'd be closer to getting an uh or egotting or something you know (laughs) Um, halfway there (laughs) yes and I think she definitely would have been pushed into more stuff like movie wise and like Jeremy said definitely was singing in it but yeah yeah Yeah, I I think she I think she would have had um I mean we wouldn't have gotten the the string of albums that we got I think that the record label would have still wanted her to sing, um, but there would have been also added pressure for her to continue to act because, I mean, you know how Hollywood works. You know, they see something work once and they are going to absolutely bleed that dry until people stop going to see or or buying tickets for whatever it is. So I think, uh, I and I do like Stephanie's idea that she would have gotten to Broadway sooner 
Um, I'm, I'm still trying to decide whether or not that's even going to happen in her career. Cause I'm starting to wonder, yeah. but, uh, I think that it would have taken her there much sooner because, um, she would have, I mean, who knows that, you know, if she, she, if she was miserable making the movie, but then she sees that the movie was a massive success. Everybody thought she did great. Everybody loved it. Maybe it even goes on and wins awards, uh, that aren't Razzies, um, <laughs> That, you know, maybe that changes her mind about acting and she's like, oh, you know, maybe this wasn't so bad. Maybe I'm pretty good at this and I can do this. Or maybe she just goes, you know what? That was a one and done. You can't make me do another movie. That's the only one you signed me up for and I'm not doing another one. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think like, yeah, we know she was miserable with from Justin Kelly and like hated it and thought she was a terrible actress. But we have seen her do more acting in more recent years, whether that's voice acting or, you know, her Christmas special, things like that. I think it maybe would have given her the confidence to continue with it. Not necessarily as a full-time consistent gig, but a sporadic thing. So um, that would have been that would have been cool. You know, I really don't think from Justin Kelly would have ever done that well. But again, this is a make-believe scenario. So... <laughs> Stop I think it that. also would have re like it would have reignited the movie musical. I mean, they were already, you know, we still get, you know, musicals, you know, every year or two. Um, but I think it would have completely reinvigorated that genre of movies and we would have gotten more of them more often because of that. Mm. Yeah, Chicago, the movie version of Chicago came out, I think, six months before that from Justin Kelly. So it was on its way, you know. Yeah. yeah. What a great movie. Chicago. Great movie. Yes. Oh, right. <laughs> I feel like if they would have put out the soundtrack with the movie, it would have helped the movie to be better. Um, because the music and they're honestly was really good. I still listen to some of the songs today. So I feel like that Preach. would help it be more of a hit. <laughs> Preach. For, I sh- for sure. Fully agree with you. Arguably the music is like better than the movie. I think a lot of us can agree on that. The music slaps. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. So. All right, Pam, you got another uh, scenario to take us down? Um, I have one, but I don't know if it's too similar to one we already discussed. But you know what? Let me say it anyway. Sure. <laughs> okay, so say American Idol was not even a thing. Did not exist. She was never on it. However, she was still... She somehow got signed to RCA around the same time. And she either... You know, we... I don't know if it really matters because they were both smash hits... She either debuted with a moment like this or she debuted with Miss Independent. You know, I don't think it really matters which one. We'll say Miss Independent just for the sake of this question. Do we think she would have been as successful as she is today? You know, again, not having any of that idol thing. She just debuted as a brand new singer with this Christina Aguilera Copen song. Do we think that she would be resonating with as many people as she is today? Do you think she'd have the lasting career? I think if if we take out just American Idol, everything else gets released the same. I think, yes, she still has a big career. It's just a slower grow for her. Um, I think that, you know, thankful, you know, maybe she doesn't get the the big number one song with a moment like this. Maybe it takes a little longer uh, or, you know, maybe Miss Independent doesn't go number one. Maybe it doesn't get nominated for a Grammy. Um, I think it's a slower climb for her, but I think she still gets to where she eventually gets. I'm trying to figure out if not having the stigma of being the talent show winner hanging on her career, if that helps her more. 
maybe gives her a little more credibility early on. Because, I, I mean, anymore, nobody cares. I mean, no one's thinking still that she's American Idol winner. Nobody's introducing her as American Idol winner. I mean, because she's, she's done enough now that she doesn't need that. But I'm just wondering if maybe that helps her along the way early on in her career, gives her a little bit more credibility that people don't discount her. And since she gets into the music industry, the old fashioned way, like everybody else does, um, I think she's still a success. I just think it takes a little bit longer for her to get to the heights that she gets. And, you know, breakaway will obviously be her big breakthrough album. And that's what ultimately ends up making her a star, not American idol. Yeah, I agree with you, uh, Jeremy, because I'm thinking of two things. Like she has said, because people ask her about her in interviews, like, would you be here without American Idol? And she said, I, I would have been a lot slower, but I would have been here. And then she jokingly said, because I have no other talent, which I was like, don't tell me, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think, yeah, I think so. And the other thing is, um, she said before that if she has to go against the grain, like if, if people are pushing against her, that's what makes her go forward in certain areas. So um, maybe if she didn't have to, to push so much against that, oh, you're an American Idol. Can you really do this or, do, or sing this or, or write with this person or be produced by this person? If it was a little easier, it might not have been as impactful as a career um, song-wise. Stephanie, your thoughts? I think her fan base would look a little different. I feel like um, American Idol had that core group of people that were on the message boards and, and really backing her up. So like you said, I think it would have been a slower-growing Thing, but I do kind of feel like it would have given her a little more credit um, in the very beginning because I do think a lot of people were just kind of like talent show winner and blew her off. So I think it may have helped, but um, again, I do think you're right, a little bit slower than. Yeah, and I I would have hoped that she would have also been able to like get as much exposure from the press and media as like media outlets. So like her, like I know for me, like when I was a, when I was younger, the reason why I resonated with her was. Yes, the music, but then I very early was end up watching interviews by her, and I was like, "Whoa, her personality is infectious." And I think that's what really grew. That's what really brought me in, and that's what that's what's kept me over the years as well. And I think it would. I really hope that had it not been for Idol, people seeing her personality and how dorky she is on Idol. You know, <laughs> if Idol wasn't a thing, I really hope that like places like MTV or wherever we're still going to be interviewing her and really allowing people to people who, to see her as a person and not just a singer. I think that's also very key because that's, that's a big thing about her career is like, we're all fans because of music, but we're all also big fans because of her as a person. I think my mm -hmm. fandom for her might've even been very different because one of the reasons why I think I latched on so tightly to her is that I got to see somebody and and got to root for somebody literally on the ground floor of their career. I mean, that's sort of one of the great things about these talent shows is you're seeing somebody before they are famous, before anybody knows their name, and you get to follow the trajectory of them becoming a star. So you are invested in them way earlier than most celebrities have, or most singers, I should say, have people invested in them. You know, when, when people first, you know, found... Taylor Swift or Pink or Katy Perry, it's usually with a single from the album that they've already made. 
So they've already gone so far as to get a record contract, make an album, get songs on the radio, and that's when people find a lot of artists. This one, we got to see her progression from uh, nobody from Texas, you know, wanting to become a star, wanting to become a singer, and then we got to see her become a singer. And we were so invested in her career and her as a person by the time Thankful came out that she had such a head start on so many artists that I think even just our individual fandoms, for those of us who started with her at Idol, would have been a lot different. I don't know if you know I would have the same passion to do a podcast about her because I would have found her like I found any other musician that I listened to, and I don't know if I would have had the same passion for her. And that's that's one of the reasons why I think I've I've always been so passionate about her is because I feel like I've been there from day zero, not even day one. I've been there since day zero. That's uh, do you guys point. have any uh, scenarios, Stephanie or Colin, that uh, that you wanted to bring up today? This is like a super random one, but I was listening to Tip of My Tongue the other day, and I was thinking if that would have been a single it would have helped the all I ever wanted album do a bit. I don't know. That's kind of. No, please bring no, it. It's, it's, no, it's bring good. It and I feel like it would have been done really well on the radio as, as well. And I just think it would have helped a, a bit there. Now, would you replace tip of my tongue with a different song that they released from the album? Ooh, that's a good question. So release tip of my tongue instead of what? You could think about that if you want. Yeah, give me a minute to think about Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my my first instinct is I do not hook up. Oh. I say I say you you switch those two songs and it's 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 maybe a better fit. I like I like to uh I do not hook up just fine. Um but I wonder, you know, just little things like switching out singles if they those can change the entire trajectory of an album. Was that one a bonus track as well? It wasn't even like a yeah, yeah, I feel like if it just would have been a little bit, because not maybe if you don't have the deluxe album, whatever, you don't even know that song. So yeah, like she's been not done dirty with that, but they, they don't do very well with promoting stuff like songs that maybe the everyday fan wouldn't hear. I think she'd get a lot more love if, if people listen to like the bulk of her album instead of just the singles. So many good songs on All I Ever Wanted that I think would have worked as singles. <laughs> more than the singles that were released. I mean, I love my life with Duck. I love, I know, do not hook up. I, I want, and I was into already gone and then everything came out about how it was similar to Halo. And I just felt so bad. It was like, she didn't know that. She just thought she was, you know, pouring her heart out, writing the song and took the, the song to Ryan Tedder and was like, Oh, this is amazing. And then it sounds so similar to Halo. And I feel bad for how that kind of played out. But I mean, don't let me stop you. And, and I know save, people are kind of divided on Save You, but that's one of my favorite ballads she's ever done. I so love I like that song. Yeah. And, um, uh, and then If I Can't Have You, like I think you guys have talked about that. I mean, that's such a good song. Such a club club smash, radio smash. Like, if it was just promoted the right way, it would have been amazing. But yeah. I'm glad that she's doing it. I would gladly trade Tip of My Tongue and Impossible Impossible can be a bonus track all all day. Impossible is your favorite song, Jeremy. You can put Impossible on like only the Japanese version, you know. Yeah. But you, can, but you can only get it on Japanese iTunes. Like you can't even get it on like a Japanese oh like hard copy. Like it's a, like, it, it, 
call this song impossible to find. Like it's really, really hard to find. Oh it. my god, you're so dramatic. Um, yeah, I think "Tip of My Tongue" could have definitely been a good single. Um, I think half of that album could have been a really good single and better than the singles that they chose. So you're definitely right there. Um, you know, I feel like we've Jeremy and I have spoken about this ad nauseum. Just because you're right, like they just didn't do like both of you are right. They didn't do a great job marketing it in terms of like they, she got a lot of promotion and the album did well, but they could have done even way better had they chosen the right songs. So um, you're both very correct on this. Very correct. All right. Let's, let's go to uh, let's go to another scenario. That's a little more recent here. Think about um, what would have happened if the Kelly Clarkson show had been canceled after one season. Where do you think we would be if the talk show completely flopped? Where do you think we would be with Kelly and her career? I mean, we would have had that new album by now. But would we though? Like, would we have the album that we're getting or would we have had a different album because she would have had more time? Well, here's the thing. Season one started 2019, I think, right? Uh-huh. Okay. So then the season, so half that season... Okay, so the first, you know, the first half of 2020 was still season one. It was COVID. So she was doing this in Montana. It was during the divorce. Okay. And then, if you know, say season one got axed and, like, the last episode we got was, like, June, July 2020. That was it. Some of the, like, the early, like, ranch episodes. Exactly. But we know that she was, like, prime, middle, or very beginning of her divorce. So there was a lot of crap going on. What I think would have happened is she would have, you know, probably continued with the voice as normal. And I think, you know, would have probably just focused a little bit on writing music and the voice and dealing with her personal life. But I do think that – I don't think we would have gotten a Christmas album. I think we would have gotten sometime in 2021, maybe maybe around the same time of when, when Christmas com- comes around did come out. I think we would have gotten the divorce album, like the pop album. I, I – I do. I think we would have gotten the album then. Um, and, you know, I think she would have just stuck on the music and the voice and that's it. I agree with you that I think that we would not have had the Christmas album. I think that it makes sense. Your your timeline makes sense to me. Um, I think we would have probably only seen her on the voice and maybe not much else outside of that. Um Oddly enough, even though this is this is my scenario that I'm suggesting, this is the hardest one for me to predict what might have happened. Um, I think she would have been fine with it because she would have been like, all right, we tried that. It didn't work. No big deal. Just like, you know, after from Justin to Kelly, although, it, you know, she's clearly enjoying herself more doing the talk show than obviously she did with the movie. But I think she would have been fine. I don't know if, you know, she would have, you know, if her pride would have been hurt at all because the show didn't succeed. Um, I mean, she, I think at this point, she knows how fickle the entertainment industry is. And so she'd be like, well, we tried and now we're just going to go and do something else. Um, I do think that we would have gotten an album sooner. We would have had one by now. I'm glad that we got the Christmas album for sure. Man, man, this was just this was a really hard one for me to put my finger on exactly what would have been next. I think we may have just seen her go back into her regular cycle of the voice. And and I mean, I suppose if NBC if NBC sees that she couldn't last a year on her own talk show, 
So that might give them the appearance that, okay, maybe she's not as strong as of, of a television personality as we thought. Maybe she doesn't last as long on the voice as she has. Huh? Maybe, Interesting. Uh, maybe she, you know, maybe she's more on the docket of one of the people that gets interchanged on the show. Kind of like Adam, Christina, CeeLo, Gwen, uh, you know, whoever else gets brought in. Maybe that's, maybe that's what happens. And, you know, that frees her up to do touring and albums more often. Maybe she just goes back to her regular cycle of album tour, album tour. Yeah. I wonder if it, this might be going really meta, but I wonder if it had the show not work, if it would have even led to a divorce. Like maybe that was a linchpin as far as why it happened. So we would have we gotten an album because she's a singer and an artist, but it might not have been a divorce album either. Like it might have been, you know any number of things that she was going through maybe more like a like just like a general heartbreak album or something yeah yeah and i wonder also if you know it's been said i know that a lot of the songs on when christmas comes around could if you took christmas out it could be a heartbreak album i wonder how many of those songs um maybe started she started with the idea of like oh this is going to go on the album but but then kind of formed it into a christmas album because it was like well I don't, want, I, don't know if I, I don't know if I want to go that personal. Maybe, maybe people will think, oh, that's really personal. But if I if I turn it into a Christmas song, it won't be as like much as much of a punch. Obvious. Kind of, yeah. Like, Stephanie, your thoughts? I agree with you guys. I also don't know that we would see as much like the song content that's coming that's on now. I don't know that she would be um, posting that at the moment. And it wouldn't be quite as nothing but Clarkson on NBC, I think. But, <laughs> um but I mean, I think she would have been okay with it because she has dealt with stuff that doesn't, you know, like from Justin to Kelly and, and stuff. And she tends to move on with strides. She's got a good personality for that. So I don't think it would have upset her too bad. But I don't think she would be as on TV as she is right now. Yeah, I think we would just be, you know, I think it would just be like, oh, the singer who's on TV, not the one who's a singer and a TV personality. I have been with my fiance for seven years and I have been trying to get her to listen to Kelly for the entire seven years. I this year have just been able to get her to kind of be on board because I signed her up for the Kelly Clarkson show and had her be a virtual audience member and she loved her personality. So like, I, that's huge. Like hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. It's so cool that people that's, that's so awesome. You're converting someone. Love it. Um, it's just, it's, it's great and frustrating at the same time that people are like finally getting on board. I'm like, where have you been? But better late than never is my biggest mantra. So yeah, I like that. Like everybody kind of being slow to jump on board. It kind of makes the beginning of her career special for us. Like it was, that was kind of just for us, those concerts, the stuff we all got to experience. It might never be like that again because she is just continually getting bigger and bigger, which I love for her. But I'm glad that we had that stuff in the beginning, got to be, she's more approachable, more able to interact with us and stuff. And I just feel like it makes it a little more special. Yeah, for sure. I love all the stuff she goes viral for on her show. And people are like, Kelly did this or Kelly did this. It's like, where have you been? It's been happening for 20 years, but oh, doing viral. Right, where it's like, oh my God, Kelly Clarkson can sing that well. I'm like, yes, she won a talent show. <sighs> Drives me nuts, Sam. I know. Oh. I don't, it's so annoying. You know, this was this isn't going to be my uh, my last scenario here, but um, it that that exchange just there made me wonder, 
what the Kelly Clarkson show would have been like without the Kelly Okies. Like if they had decided Ooh. to not do Kelly Okies at all and just do a straightforward, you know, she walks out, does a little monologue and then goes and sits on the couch and brings out guests. I, I wonder if the show would be as successful as it is or if, you know, the Kelly Okies really do make that big of a difference because they are sort of, you know, they're, they're the really easy viral moments from the show. But then we've also seen that she can have viral moments with the guests in the conversations that they have, because that's really the stuff that, uh, that goes wild. And the funny thing is, is that the stuff that goes viral on other talk shows, and I'll even put late night talk shows in there is all the, like the wacky stuff they do. You know, James Corden went viral for Carla, uh, carpool karaoke. Jimmy Fallon went viral for his, like, weird skits and you know the classroom instruments or the weird games that he plays and you know uh ellen would go viral for some weird thing that she did but kelly i've noticed when it's not a, a kelly Oki, she goes viral for her conversations the things that she and another celebrity talk about and i don't know if anybody's really noticed that just yet i mean that's that's sort of remarkable because that is i think harder to go viral for when to, to just have a conversation that turns into, you know, stomach hurting laughter, it's harder to do that than to plan some sort of a bit that people, you know, you have a bunch of writers who are all putting together these bits for them. I think that's a lot harder what she's doing. Plus, she's putting her talent on display with these killer covers. I mean, I think that's what makes her show so unique. I mean, I don't know if everybody wants to go around the room quick and comment on that before we do our our last scenario. But and that's just sort of something that popped in my head as, as we were just talking here. I mean, I, she does go viral for her uh, karaoke fan those moments, but I almost feel like it's more for her karaoke than the other stuff. Maybe it's just because of my particular Twitter feed like that. I don't know. But um, yeah, I, I think it, she would probably go viral because um, that's her, but it wouldn't be as often because those, those covers are man Ugh. it's a it's a completely different show without him yeah, yeah. stephanie what do you think um I, just because she's so silly and her personality is so good i i do think it would still do well but i feel like the karaoke's are opening up other people's eyes to actually hearing her voice hearing her sing and realizing she's got uh that amazing voice and so i think that just adds to it but i think it would still do well i just She's just so goofy all the time. I mean, everybody knows that. But she's been making us laugh like that for 20 years, like you said. Like the other day when she did the Anne Hathaway and she fell on the floor because she didn't know her lyrics. We've seen her not know her lyrics so much. It was even like kind of a joke in the beginning with all the different lyrics she put into her stuff. So I feel like it would have still done well, but I think that karaoke just make it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think you're both right. And just to add one last comment here, I think... I don't know. I I don't know if her talk show would be super successful successful without the Kellyokis. Not that she can't hold a show, because obviously we know she can. She has a personality, the charisma. She can connect with literally like the wall. She can connect with everything. <laughs> but I think the reason why Kellyoki, I think why it's so successful is because no one else is doing anything like her. No one, no other talk show host is going on national television every day to perform a 90 second song, a, a cover song that's going to go viral because it's a popular song and because she's nailing it. No one else is covering songs on the daily. And I think that creates a br crazy new element to 
any sort of talk show. Like that, there's nothing else like it out there. So I think that if there was no karaoke and it was just a talk show, it's just an, another talk show. That's the problem. So. All right. So last scenario here, and we'll try, we'll do this one kind of quick because it should be a, a relatively short answer. Uh, but this one, and and I've always said, I, I hate it when people pit these two against each other, but we're going to do it for this particular scenario. All right. In this scenario, Kelly Clarkson wins American Idol season one and becomes a massive country superstar. Carrie Underwood wins season four and becomes a massive pop superstar. Who has the bigger career? Pam, we're going to start with you. Uh, Carrie. For sure. Because I think, generally speaking, I think um, pop music resonates with more people. Country music is a very specific thing specific like people either really like country music or they really don't like it and pop music a lot of people won't necessarily admit to liking it but it'll be a guilty pleasure i think pop just is also a lot broader and i think it'll just resonate with a lot more people um obviously carrie's very successful as is right now and i'm not going to diminish that but i think whoever the pop singer is is going to connect with more people stephanie what about you yeah i agree with you on that 100%, but because um, I'm not a huge country fan, like I'm from the South, but I still just not my favorite. I can listen to some of her stuff, but if she would be just straight country, I, I don't know that I would be as interested. So like, I do think that would take away some of the fandom she's got right now. So I do think Carrie would end up, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I guess Carrie, because like you guys have said, pop does kind of dominate the world stage much more than country music um and i agree with i agree with stephanie too um more i'm more of a fan of pop music than country music i like some country music but not all but i would say my love of pop music is like exceeds that so yeah thank god she's because i love kelly so i got up the pop i think if carrie were a pop singer i think she would have a very successful career um I don't think she would be as lauded as much as Kelly is, or I should say she wouldn't be as celebrated as Kelly is for her vocal ability. Um, I think also that um, Kelly would like Carrie already cleans up at country award shows. Kelly would absolutely run the table, uh, especially when it comes to, to vocal ability and, she has that that wonderful southern charm. I just think that you know, like how you see Carrie Underwood do now, and even Taylor Swift early in her career when she was still more of a country artist, you would see Kelly just absolutely sweeping these award shows. I think she would be a massive country star because she would just be so incredible vocally. I mean, every artist would be clamoring to uh, duet with her. She would have. I think she would have massive stadium tours because the country audience is extremely loyal and they are extremely passionate about their artists. That's one of the reasons why, um, you know, you see, cause Kelly and, and Carrie have had in, in a lot of rights, they've had very similar careers. Um, you know, Carrie has put out, uh, you know, I think she's put out maybe an album or two more, but and she's had a lot of really big singles, but they've all been purely on the country charts. Kelly has crossed over to the country charts a couple of times, had some success there, has won uh, some country awards. 
But Carrie, you know, has not really won any big pop awards. I think probably the most pop thing she won was the Best New Artist Grammy. Um, so I actually think that Kelly would have a bigger country career. And that's probably, a again, I'm the home of the controversial statement. But I think that she would have a bigger country career than Carrie Underwood has had country career. And I don't think Carrie Underwood would do as well in the pop world as Kelly would. Now, I also think that we wouldn't, I don't think we would have things like the Kelly Clarkson show if she were a country singer, uh, because I just think that she would have a completely different career track uh, in that particular genre. But I'm going to say that I think Kelly would actually have the bigger career uh, if she would have gone country instead of being a pop singer. I think she'd be a bigger country star than where Carrie is right now. I do think that like she's yeah. bigger in the whole plus like not picking on Carrie or by any means love her too, but I haven't heard as great feedback on her personality. So I feel like everybody's love for Kelly and then just the country world being a little closer and more tight knit anyways, I feel like she would have, yeah, just blown up in the country world. Yeah. Yeah. She would have, she would have charmed all of them. Exactly. And, and you know, you're right because uh, Carrie's an incredible vocalist. Like I voted for her on idol. I've seen her live. Like she's really good, but I think, her uh, Kelly's voice is a lot more eclectic and she could sing all different kinds of genres, subgenres. She can do all different, she can do country ballads, you know, regular uh, country, country rock. Like she can go anywhere. So I think you're right there. I think it's kind of a multi part question. So there, yeah. I don't, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't really know the answer. <laughs> I would, I would see Kelly doing stadiums and, and arenas yeah. consistently if she totally. were a country singer for sure. I, I could see that. Uh, Stephanie and Colin, thank you so much for being a part of our episode today. Thanks you guys so much. We're, we're so glad that you could join us today and, uh, we hope to have you guys back sometime. Thank you. Once again, thank you so much to Stephanie and to Colin for joining us today for our multiverse of Kelly episode. Of course, we want to know what you guys think about these various scenarios. And we'll be asking you about these scenarios uh, throughout the week uh, that we're promoting the episode on social media. And we would love to hear what you think about some of these various uh, things that could have happened in the world of Kelly Clarkson. Of course, you can follow us on all of the socials at Miss Into Podcast. Yes, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And also, if you listen to us on Apple and have a minute to leave us a rating, please do so. And if you also want to do a review, that would be great. Um, and on Spotify, if you listen on the Spotify app on your phone, you can also leave us a rating there as well. And we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And until then, have a good one. See you guys. You've been listening to Miss Indie Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. Miss Indie Podcast was written and produced by Jeremy and Pam. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you'll be the first to know when a new podcast is posted. Continue the conversation by following the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Miss Indie Podcast. Send us your questions and comments to Miss Indie Podcast at gmail.com.